This episode is brought to you by the generous donations of Matt Lewis, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Ryan Royce, Jessica Smith, Laura Pickren, Irene Viarito, Nico Batson, John Carey, the Cam family, and Charles Compton, as well as many others. Thus, conscience does make cowards of us all, and thus the native hue of resolution is sicklied o'er with the pale cast of thought, and enterprises of great pitch and moment. With this regard, their currents turn awry and lose the name of action. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. And I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? <clears throat> Everything bad. Boy, yeah, really, you should have said, I'm Philip. <laughs> yeah, and so basically, the, yeah, go ahead. Random, dot, random encounter tables strike again. It wasn't a random encounter table. It was just, just... Did you roll a percentile dice to decide what, whether that was going to happen to us? Yes, but I did not reference a okay. table. I did not reference a table <laughs> okay, after rolling this. So what happened last episode was Vinay Delirander caught up with us. He wants his boat. And I don't blame, I don't begrudge him wanting his boat back. <laughs> I just, his methods are suspect. Um, <laughs> just doing what you did to him. Right. <laughs> can we just say, can we trade? <laughs> right. No, so, um, but the boat that Vinay... Uh, showed up on, got blasted by his own fire elemental, and a dragon showed up. Um, but the, but it's on nobody's side. Yeah, neither neither of them were on anybody's side, which was interesting. Uh, but where we left is the big deal. Um, Barrick, you want to tell them where we left off? We left off with Barrick off the ship. Which is high in the air. Yes. Important to point yep. out. Yes. Do we have an altitude? Uh, around 200 feet above the water. Excellent. So. That's, that's all very bad. <laughs> 20 D6 up. <laughs> <laughs> that is about right. Yep. Yes. Uh, you know, I used to have a fly spell. <laughs> the last time we had this fight, you had a fly spell. <laughs> yep. yep. And then when we leveled up after Barrick died, I was like, you know, it really, it's just, it's cool, but it's really circumstantial. <laughs> So I'd rather have remove curse so I can fix deck. I knew that. I knew that's what it was. You got rid of fly to have remove curse. Man, the lycanthropy thread is just continuing to uh, I hope pay learned, dividends. Hope you learned your lesson. My lesson. <laughs> you know, really, who's at fault? Um, Decks. Actually, actually, no, no. I I, re- I redact. Random encounters mm-hmm. are at fault. To be fair, God, this is <laughs> no because. The werebears that infected Dex were put there by myself intentionally. So it's <laughs> my fault. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so oh, picking it's up. It's all very bad right now. Picking up where we left off, uh, Dex and Booyah are still on the boat. Um, and 
Booyah just, uh, the last thing that Booyah did was banish the fire element. Yes. Yeah. Shot him in the head. Send him bye-bye. Well done. So that's a good thing that happened. Yes. Word. So um, next up in the fight, uh, Barrick, as you begin your rapid descent towards the water, you see the dragon swoop around uh, borrowed time, and it makes a quick arc, and it looks like it's going to just slam into the side of borrowed time. And in a moment, you see all of a sudden it bring its talons up, and a hole oh, just appears no. in the ship, but the dragon's gone. Is this is this my negative one? Yes. Is this my, is this my natural one? It's yes. Gonna, it's going to tear the ship apart? Yeah, th- this is your natural one. Well, the dragon is gone. It disappeared. Wait. There's a hole left behind. Do we hear did the it, hole breaking? Did, the ship shakes. Like, you, yeah. yeah. Okay. Did it go into the ship? You, or? Did, you did not see a dragon, like, crawl into the ship, no. Because... Huh. Uh, I mean, you're you're falling at terminal velocity right now, so you can't sure. see a whole lot. No, I mean, I... Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop screaming for a moment to ponder. Not a trained, those of you who remember the skydiving episode will recall that Varric is not a trained skydiver. <laughs> and how very, how very zen of you to be looking at the sky instead of the oncoming water. <laughs> um... <laughs> How very, how very optimistic of you to think Barrick has any control over the direction he's pointing. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Crast, as we established before, um, is down below deck. Uh, he took uh, Oriana, Cassian, and Charlie down there. Um, so, he now is... All been eaten by no, he's, he's come back up. Did he come back up? Remember I made the joke about Troy on Community and Pizza Fire. Just trust me. Oh, yeah. That's the only reason I remember <laughs> is because of that stupid That's joke. True. Well, I'm going to say that Crast reacts to the shaking of the boat, and he's going to run down and check on that for you all so you don't have to deal with it. Um, so, yeah, that brings us around to... You all do see, as the fighting um, continues down on the other part of the ship, Vinay and you two, Dex and Booyah, are down near near the helm right. where uh, Barrick's guardian is standing vigil in front of Gerald's room. Down on the other other end of the ship, though, you do see some more foot soldiers that have boarded the ship, and you see Boronel just laughing his butt off as he swings this giant warhammer and is just knocking soldiers off the deck as Paolo is, like, back-to-back with him, just swiping and keeping these incoming soldiers at bay as they try to board the ship. Um, and they look like they're having a great time, probably because neither of them noticed that Barrick is <laughs> falling to his death. Real, real cool, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, Barrick, it is I, your turn. So, can I do anything? I mean, I mean, I can't fly. I have short-range teleportate. How far am I from the deck of the ship at this point? I mean, you were blasted 10 feet out and down, like kind of at an angle because he was standing over you. I would say about... Four seconds ago, so more than Along. sixty feet. More than sixty feet from the ship. Um, so going up sixty feet won't help anything because then I'll just fall an extra sixty, 60 more feet. feet. <laughs> <laughs> just let's just add sixty. Could you to teleport sixty feet down to lessen the distance? Would that? <laughs> this is why teleportation and physics don't work together, do they? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think I think at a certain point, terminal velocity is terminal velocity. Yeah. I have no idea whether that would work. Uh, that would be a you call. Um, well, if you bamf right before the surface to go under the water, would we help someone? That's dumb. Uh, I mean, I had that thought too, but it would, it would just still result be a sudden stop. Like it would still be an instant. 
barrack would yeah. be one with the ocean, I would imagine, just liquefied. Um, Let's not talk those terms. Let's not talk like that. Uh, well, according I mean, to Chris Perkins' tweet, you fall 250-something feet per round. 580. 580, <laughs> which is six rounds. So you're nearing nearing no, the water. It's 580 per minute? No, per, no round, per round. Per six seconds. Oh, so you're, I mean, and if we're 200 feet up, you're over halfway to the water so, already. Yeah. Cool. I can't I can't make up that distance. <laughs> Teleporting straight down won't cut the distance. I, mean, I, I don't know. What are you... Am I folding space that way? I mean, I would say if you teleported straight down, not into the water, because that's right. just a physics nightmare. That seems bad, yeah. Um, also, because you'd be teleporting with the water. Uh, anyway, um, I would I would say if you teleported straight down 60 feet, you would reduce, you would only fall 140 feet. Well, I've got 21 hit points, so <laughs> I, don't see this, I don't see this playing out well, but it seems to be the only thing there is to do. It could prevent death because, like, instant so, death. I, I think the odds of that are only if you roll really well. But yeah. we'll, sure, well, you know what, we'll do it. I've got a spell slot, and I'm going to be unconscious in a moment <laughs> here, so Kay. why not? So yeah. I will turn into a swarm of bats. And so Beric makes some, some really fast trigonometry in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that, Bar- that it occurs to Beric to do this is stupid. Uh, I'm going to say it's not that it occurs to Beric to do this. I'm going to say at... You could say okay, Erebus does it. Cool. Yeah, that's what I'm going to... All right, I'm going to say this. I'm going to make this cooler than, than the idea that Beric is sitting there working out the, the physics in his as he falls. Beric is just falling, um, and then, I don't know, the, the sword is still in his hand, and it just sort of bursts into shadows, envelops him, and Beric just dissolves into that swarm of bats again and flies straight down at the water, I, I guess. Because <laughs> Erebus can do math really fast. Or um, like Iron Man's suit, it's just doing all the calculations. Okay, yeah, Beric flies straight down towards the water and then reappears 60 feet closer to the water, so... 140 feet. <laughs> okay. So that's your action. I'm going to say your movement uh, results in There's crashing else to do. with the water. Jeez. So we're going to roll 14 D6. Do you have 14 D6? I'm not loaning you any. Oh, yeah. I do. Am I in the ship's shadow? Because I can disappear. Nope, that won't do anything. I'll just be invisible. Invisible <laughs> and dying. Please don't do that. I assume that when you go unconscious, you become visible, but... Yeah, that's a just fair, for a, that's a fair point. So I won't. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Here we go. Right there. I want. <laughs> I want to look, but I'm not going to. These are the only situations where I like digital dice rollers better. Yeah. On the other hand, the suspense is helpful. Boil, boil. Forty-four points of damage. Well, I am unconscious. In the water. Yes. Two hundred feet below you. Thanks. Also, none of you saw that happen. Booyah did see you. I saw him go off, but I didn't. I'm not like at right. the rail watching. Right, but you, kids, but you, but you know I saw he's him off. Go off. Yeah, that's important. Um, perhaps that'd be a good thing to yell at some point. <laughs> but, what, but what are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. You can't fly. Um, and insta-death mechanics remind me it's if you go negative, your max hit maximum. Okay, yeah, I, would have had, I would have had to take ninety something. Or okay, yeah, well, something. So cool, 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 cool. Um, it is now Dex's this, turn. This is fine. Everything's fine. It's really not. Dex's turn? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Do something. Remind me, I am... I had been... I had attacked the fire elemental last, so I was looking that direction. So I guess I spin around to see where Vinay is. 
Yeah, uh, you see... Um, <clears throat> and I don't see Beric, but that really doesn't ring untrue to me. Who knows what he did while I wasn't looking. Um, I see Booyah gawking off the side of the boat, like... I do see that. Oh, you shot Vinay. I remember that now. You shot him, and he yeah. said, you're next. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, then, yeah, you turn around, and you see Vinay with a crossbow bolt in his shoulder. And you see Booyah looking off like crap. I mean, in, in, I don't know what happened, so I guess I'm going to run up to Vinay. Okay. And just attack with my ribbon weave. Okay. With, with my... Yeah, oh, man. Well, that's a that's a one. That's a natural one. That's a na- natural <laughs> one. Suddenly, the dragon bursts out of the out of the hole right at Dex's feet and right. <laughs> Vinay shoots Dex off the boat, but luckily the dragon catches him in his maw. I'm not even gonna roll on my turn. <laughs> Booyah's just gonna surrender. Booyah abstains. Booyah, Booyah, give up. <laughs> Booyah holds all actions. Booyah, join us, Larander. <laughs> okay, okay, dungeon master. Give me a dexterity saving. What throw. happens to Chaboy? A dex saving throw? With disadvantage. Yeah, I have to save dex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me go ahead and look at the numbers. <laughs> so I know exactly what happens. Okay. It's a 16. 12. Okay. So you rush up with your ribbon weave and uh, were you going to use the ribbon weave or the club? Like what were you going to use? I, I Actually, I think I'm, I was far enough away. I would have to use the blade. I would end up about 15 feet from him. Okay. Um, I'm going to say <clears throat> that uh, as you run up and swing your ribbon weave mm-hmm. at Vinay, he sees you coming and reaches up with his arm as like the end of it wraps around and pulls you okay. towards him. Not the first time that's happened to old Dex. Um, <laughs> and essentially what has happened, like he kind of took a step forward on your next at Booyah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're now positioned between him and the edge of the boat. God. Um, and I believe we established in fiction last time, Booyah, you were near the far edge of the boat when you were. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's Vinay's turn. Yay. And I guess we'll just lean in. So as that Facebook lady said, um, and hmm? the Facebook executive that wrote the book, lean in. For oh. women about okay. being executives and working hard. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's so hot. Um, <laughs> well, stop throwing people off the boat. Okay. So I'm getting thrown off the boat. <clears throat> we'll see. So not, what was oh, my man. deck save for? It wasn't for a damage. It was to see if you stumbled forward into gotcha. position. Okay, yeah. Um, okay. So he is going to, uh, the three beams that he shot at Barrick, he is going to roll... Um, we're going to take these one at a time. Um, or actually, no, you just make one roll. Um, so we're going to aim two beams at decks, one at Booyah. Oh, I can make separate attack rolls for each beam. Never mind. Okay. So first beam is coming at decks. Okay. So he swings you into position um, and like just face to face with you, inches away, says, mm-hmm. get off my Boat. <laughs> That's a 18. That matches my AC. Um, okay, so you take eight points of force damage. Okay. And I need, uh, you are flown back 10 feet, so give me a dexterity saving throw to prevent this from happening. 13. 13? That's your good one, though. Well, why'd you roll bad on your good... I don't know, but let's point of order. My ribbon weave still wrapped around his arm. Well, he was holding on to it. I mean, okay, fine. <laughs> um, booyah. Yep. That's a wait. So I'm off the boat. This was I am. You're flying off the boat. Yeah. Uh, the he extends his hand 
like an inch away from your chest and just lightning energy bursts out of it as his dragon mark glows bright and you go flying backwards. Um, no, not next too. Okay, Booyah, that is going to be a 16 against your AC. Misses? Okay. Yes. Second beam coming at you. That is going to be a 19. That's a hit. Okay. Six force damage. Okay. And you get flown back 10 feet. Um, Deck save. Yes. Is anybody so seeing us go off you, the boat at this point? Uh, I'm not that you not throw, out more, throw more people off the boat. That's my good one, too. <laughs> 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, 11. 11. I can't. Oh, cool. oh, oh good. Oh, 11. 11. In that case, you fly at Vinay and knock him off. It was no. definitely a 10 DC for you and more for me. Um, yeah, he is smaller? But I don't know. Okay. Um, you all are free-falling. Through the air. This is so dumb. Um, so I guess Vinay's actions at this point will be an omniscient narrator camera if we follow his turn. Um, but he's going to begin making his way to the helm. Um, he doesn't have enough movement left to get there. Question here, Mr. DM. Yes. Uh, I'm unconscious, but Spiritual Guardian is not a concentration spell. I... It... So it the, has set durations in the spell, and we're going to go with those. Like, it, it okay. still exists. So he sees this towering, horrifying thing, and it gives him pause for a second. So he's just going to stand there and regard it as we go to Booyah's turn. <laughs> okay. Um, Booyah, you don't have anything you can do. <laughs> he ties his 60 uh, feet of rope to a crossbow bolt. Yeah, no. Um, I can't think of anything I could possibly do. Um, There is the bag. There is the bag. <gasps> Lifeboat. Yeah, but- Lifeboat. <laughs> he, I mean, he might try to... What? How far? It's 200 feet. I mean, I can see him panicking and reaching into the bag. Okay. As long as he doesn't drop his crossbow. Where's that random table? All right. They've been so good to us. Is there anything... Is there anything useful on the random table for this moment? Yeah, Randy, will you reach into the top drawer of my... Or I can grab it. Will you be the architect of your own demise, Randy? Could be. Well, yeah, I need to grab the monster manual for like a gross. But you did do that. He pulls out an anvil. An acme anvil. Yeah, it's like that moment where where Wiley Cody pulls the the ripcord on, and instead of a parachute, Mm -hmm. it's an anvil. Does does D&D have such a thing as a portable hole? Yes. Okay, so I have the list here. I'm going to roll and see what happens. So, belt of feather fall. Life raft. Life raft. Rolling on the table of the. Tent of devouring. Tent of devouring. Just suck up the ocean. (laughs) It lands flat on the ocean floor. An extra 12d6 of falling damage. (laughs) That's what you pull out is is an extra 12d6 of falling damage? (laughs) No, that would be if the the tent of devouring drank the ocean. Right. You know, we okay, we saw land, but we're still above water, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, either way, the damage is the same, but... It's really not better. Yeah, I know. It's not better. It's probably worse. Yeah, I know. It's worse. Cool. Yeah, there might be sharks. Booyah, find something. Find something quick, Booyah. Um, okay, Booyah, you managed to reach into the bag. I really want to say you reach into a bag, and it's just a note that says, are you kidding? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a little Wiley Cody sign that says, help. Um, you pull out a small uh, reliquary (laughs) it's closed he opens it Um, (laughs) he figures at this point um, if you had the presence of mind to get it out of the bag you're going to open it up yeah okay it's full of bees 
Um, okay, so um, you find a trying to think of something that will be helpful in this situation without negating the fact that you're falling through the air um is helpful not a get out of jail free card yes um you pull out a a scroll that you can tell is a magical scroll um but it's written in draconic do you read draconic ah do i do i do i no i do not there is someone on the boat that does (laughs) currently So you see a scroll with some magical writing on it, but you cannot read it as you make an impact with the surface. <laughs> Great. So I just see Booyah. Oh, what this say? This say, I know this language. No, Booyah don't know this. What kind of language this? God. Um, oh my gosh, that was dread. Uh. And you're getting the full 20d6. You can't turn into bats. Yep. 54 points of damage as you make impact with the water. Okay. Okay. Um, it is now the dragon's turn. Um, uh, wouldn't it be... Oh, no, my turn's after the dragon. Proceed. Yep. Um, so, Dex, since you are the only one still in the air yeah. at this point, as you're falling, because you, you fell on the same side that Beric did, mm-hmm. you see this giant hole in the ship. And out of nowhere, you just see the dragon fly out of it. Like, just kind of appears at the edge. Yeah, of it and, okay. and you see it begin taking off into the distance, flying away from your ship. I say, help! <laughs> the dragon turns around and begins to swoop down toward... No, not really. Jesus. Um, okay, it is now Crast's turn. He is very confused and comes back on deck and looks around for you all and charges at Vinay and takes a swing at him. That's a critical hit. Um, so I'm going to say Crass runs up with his shield as Vinay is standing there regarding the Guardian and just kind of shield bashes Vinay to where he stumbles forward into the range of the Guardian and the Guardian slashes at Vinay and Vinay kind of stumbles back with this huge gash across his chest as he turns around and grimaces at Crass. It is now... Eric's turn. So death save. 13. Okay. One success. One success. <clears throat> All right. It is now Dex's turn. So Dex, anything <clears throat> you would like to do? I mean, how far away? I was on the boat and he pushed me straight off of it, but I've been falling for a, a long, how, how, how far off away from the boat am I? I mean, you're rapidly approaching the water at this point. Okay. Like, you, that's what I think. I mean, there's nothing I can do, but if, I thought if time froze that I could try to ribbon weave and catch it, but it's not going to happen. So like I did on the clouds a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So I guess uh, what I'm going to do is hit the water. I think <laughs> my character choice. Right. Roll an attack. What Dex would do, because I can't do anything but hit things with a stick. So I'm just going to fall into the water. Can't change the shape into like a perfect like just. It takes full action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could change into one of those orca people. <laughs> Still. <laughs> They're, they exist. Well, no, but I'm, I'm saying that wouldn't affect your capacity to hit water at high velocity. They might be great divers. Yeah. Acapulco style. Yeah, roll them up. Let's do I don't think you would gain your diving ability. If anybody's wondering, I have 18 hit points. Okay. I was wondering. I can take like 93 before permadeath, which I recognize is inside the realm of possibility with 20 D6s. Yes. 76. All right, let me check. Um <laughs> Yeah, 76 does it. (laughs) 76 puts puts me unconscious in the water. But at least I'm with my friends. (laughs) 
nine of us know we're together, but we are together. Can we at least say that we all well, ate yeah, it face up? with Dex. I mean, those he's with uh, Barrick. That's true. <clears throat> okay. Um, Vinay is going to turn in regard Crast as his new foe and shoot three beams at Crast. Excellent. Hit, miss, hit. So, does anybody know we got thrown off the boat? Did did Boronel or Omeron see it happen? Not that we have established. Your silence is disconcerting. Okay, so um, why? Like Randy, look at what Crast rolled on his deck save. Yeah, that's a, that that would be a twenty. So he's making up for the last big fight you guys hey, ran with him. Way um, to come alive, bud, <laughs> Mister Woat. Um, so uh, Vinay shoots Crast with two of the beams of lightning. And he goes flying backwards and manages to catch one of the rigging stuff ropes. And you're welcome. <laughs> uses the momentum <laughs> to swing around back onto deck and lands right in front of Crast or Vinay. Um, and why not? Slashes Vinay upon landing and cuts Vinay and he kind of stumbles backwards. Um, it is now. Oh, that was Vinay's turn. Crast just got tacked on it. Booyah. 13. Okay. Glad I get to have the first fail. <laughs> I just have a feeling. Okay, and the dragon flew your away. Dice, your dice can hear you. I know. Um, Crass is going to grit his teeth and continue his advance on Vinay. Might have. Are you kidding me? What? Well, perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Um, natural one. So, uh, Vinay ducks out of the way of Crass' blow. How much damage does that guardian thing deal? It only attacks enemies. Okay. So, Vinay thinking that BFG. <laughs> it will uh, do something for him. Crass uh, stumbles and just kind of bounces off the guardian unscathed. Um, and Vinay looks confused. It is now Barrick's turn. Wait. I oh, know. That's yeah. not right. Yeah, because you hit the water before Dex did. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? Well, that's a natural one. Oh, my God. So that's two failures. Two down. I'm going to throw up. Dex. Okay. This sucks. All right. You didn't get the first failure. You guys remember in episode three when I first showed my changing abilities and I made that grand gesture of putting a brand new set of colorful, pretty dice out on the table? Mm -hmm. I'm throwing them jerks in the toilet (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because I just rolled a two for my first death saving throw. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Well, <clears throat> the fight between Vinay and Crass continues on the deck. Hit, hit, hit. God. Now, hold on. Hold on. If Crass was knocked into the Guardian, then in order to attack him, wouldn't Vinay have to... It's a ranged attack. Step- oh. But wait, didn't, It's his beams of lightning. Didn't Vinay go right before Barrick's death saving throw? Because Crass just reacted to Vinay's? No. Crast rolled a one, so Vinay oh. knocked Crast into the okay, Guardian. Okay. That is 22 points of damage to Crast. Okay. Um, Did we ever fix Crast's strength? Uh, it, it just required a long rest, that particular oh, okay. version. That's good. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, just given the positioning everything, Crast uh, started to step away from the Guardian, and Vinay just hits him full bore with all three blasts, and Crast actually gets blasted through the wall of the small helm room. And lands on the floor next to Crast or next to Gerald. Uh, the hole is right next. Whoa. to... <laughs> what? What was that? Uh, dude, my wall. <laughs> um, okay, so um, it is now Booyah's turn. Eleven. That is a success. Two for two. 
Two for two, baby. Okay, um, it is Crass' turn. So he is going to get up and rush back out of the room. Uh, he hits, so he does a leaping strike down and slices Vinay again for five points of damage. Good job, Crest. Good. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to find something. <laughs> Eric is Googling how to get your party to like you again. <laughs> True. True. All right, so who's going to play Boronel? Who's going to play Omerin? Who's going to play Crest? I don't think any of us want to play Crast. <laughs> I'd play Crast. Gerald? Gerald. <laughs> Gerald would be fun. I would play Gerald because I wouldn't be scared to go outside. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he slashes at him after Crast. It is. I believe it is me after Crast. Um, the people at home will know. <laughs> yep. Go ahead. 11. Bases loaded, gentlemen. Bases loaded. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, okay. Um, next up is Dex. So one failure. 13. 13. All three of us got a 13. Hooray! Round of happiness. Mm-hmm. We're not dead yet, but none of us know that. <laughs> not dead yet. I feel happy. I feel happy. <coughs> okay, so, um, Vinay is going, or, yeah, it's Vinay's turn. Um, Vinay is going to begin to advance on the helm seeing the hole being blasted open right near the guardian not having to move directly past it um and the guardian rebukes him again for how many points of damage it's 20 damage each time 20? okay vinay is looking bad he is kind of bloodied and battered um but he wants his ship he so. wants his sh- it's his yeah. ship where, where are the king and the storm lord they kind of i i stand by the idea that the law of the sea says that we took the ship <laughs> I yeah. mean, also we were illegally attacked so he was making use of the ship for piratical activities. Yeah. When he, he was operating under the orders of the state. No, nah, it's our boat. No, because he attacked us with dragon. He tried to do police action with House Fiarlin. Only House Denith has police authority. Well, no, he's House Lyrander. It was the Citadel. Right, but he had, he had, oh, he had, okay, he had Citadel people. Well, they were out, outside their jurisdiction. So no legality to his initial attack on us. However, absent a court. don't replace a king without a strong understanding of the legal code. Right. Absent a court of law, throwing all of our asses off the boat is a pretty compelling <laughs> argument for him and getting it back. I mean, you know, okay. owner's possession and nine-tenths law and all that. Well, we're currently possessing lungfuls of seawater. Um, so that They're was ours. Vinay's turn. It is now Booyah. Uh, this is fun. Nice for some people. I... Ten. Hey, Booyah. One more to go. Um, Crast is going to get up and rush out of the helm room towards Vinay. Um, he shield bashes Vinay. None of you, I, I almost said perception check, but then I realized <laughs> my folly. Um, for Gerald. Nothing. Um, so that's five more damage. Um, as Crass slashes with his sword at Vinay, Vinay kind of takes a couple steps back. And um, all of a sudden, a the blade of a rapier comes through Vinay's chest from behind him. And as he slumps on the ground, um, the narrator camera that we're existing in at this point um, sees uh, Daedric Baynar, the guy that was training Beric, and the black freighter is floating in the air, rising up next to borrowed time. Um, what? I... Wow. We have got to fire whoever the lookout is on this thing. <laughs> a solid point. Um, no one appears 
any of these things approaching us in the sky. Well, arguably the highest perception on the ship is face down in the water right now. (laughs) Okay. You're fired as lookout. (laughs) Done and done. Um, It is now... So Vinay falls to the ground, clutching his chest, um, and spits out some blood at Krast and Daedric as he looks up at Krast and goes, I will see as Krast just shoves his sword into Vinay's throat and pulls it back out. Um, So now it is, we're back around to Beric again? I haven't done my second yet. I think we should have text at some point in here. You have one success and one failure. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So me, it is to you do good. I believe in you. Here we go. Let's roll the original. I've I've got this die. We're just going to roll. That'll be a five. Oh, God. Uh. Okay. Um, Upon that roll, Beric. Um, Beric, your eyes open and you see gray all around you. And the ocean is an inky black as you float in a void. Uh, you, t- you see two shadowy figures, one goblinoid shaped and one that you recognize as a changeling floating in the water near you. And in the distance, probably about 50 feet away, you see a hooded figure walking across the water towards you. Dex. All right. <clears throat> 11. Okay. That's two successes for Dex. Ahead of the curve. Now that there's no enemy action happening on the ship, we're just going to go ahead to Booyah. Four. Mm. Okay. What's that? Two and two now, right? Uh, one, one failure, two successes. Okay. Okay. Good. okay. Um, Barrick, after a few seconds past, the figure moving quicker than you would anticipate is standing over you. And you notice as it gets closer that the open ocean is freezing beneath its feet as it walks on ice towards you. Uh, is... Is Erebus around, like, as a figure? Yes, you see Erebus floating above you in its hooded form regarding this figure walking towards you. Um, And the figure extends a hand. I mean, sure, I take the hand. Okay, Um, you find yourself yanked up and all of a sudden standing on ice, almost face-to-face with this figure, although it is rather tall. You would put it at about eight to nine feet. Oh, I'm not almost face-to-face with that figure. (laughs) Um, Okay, Dex. You got one one failure, two successes. I'm stable. Yay! Okay. I'm I'm I am face up, stable <laughs> in the water. Turn me over if I'm face down. <laughs> one of the shadows disappears. No, no. <laughs> he's stable, not no, awake. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not I awake. Oh, I know. Okay, okay. Um, so Dex is stabilized. Booyah. Has the newly arrived ship launched a rescue party yet? <laughs> Another ten. Hey, and that is stabilization for booyah yay okay um yeah we see um just the uh the narrator cam that we were using for the vinay fight <laughs> this is what happens when you're unconscious in our game is you, get to, you, you can you can swap between viewpoints yeah um you uh well you see um as the uh as borrowed time um and the black freighter begin to descend down towards the water um the cargo hold opens as Omerin and Boronel and Charlie and Rickard begin to uh, fish you all out of the water. On deck, you see Daedric, Crast, and Gerald talking as uh, Daedric shakes Crast's hand and hands him a piece of paper and gets on Black Freighter and they 
take off. Um, so yeah, you all, um, once you're in the cargo hold, uh, takes a little bit of time because there are no clerics on the ship. Right. Um, well, once Crass gets down below deck, he has lay on hand still from being a paladin. So he's able to get you two awake. And as you all wake up, you see him crouched over barracks body, um, with Omer and Bornell standing over his shoulders and you can see his hand on Barrick and he just looks at the two of them and shakes his head. I get to my feet as best I'm able. I I mean, I don't know how this works. Like, am I back up to spring in my step decks or? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I get up to my feet and I go to Crass. Hey, what, what are you shaking your head for? What's going on? He's gone. No. Booyah joins. No, can't be gone. Booyah lays, hand, lays his hand on to cure wounds too. You, you cast cure wounds, but it has no effect. Um, where's the sword? Like I'm asking, I'm asking Philip or uh, Eric. Where uh, I mean, in the in the material plane, I don't have the answer to that question. Um, the sword is clutched in his hand. Okay, Dex reaches down and tries to, I mean, take the sword, pry his fingers off of it, something to give give him give the sword up. You can't. It's attached to him. Like. Okay, Barrett, their Dex spins around and says, "He can't. Uh, we <clears throat> it can't end like this. Uh, he and I, <laughs> he and I just had a talk about he can't." fulfill his whole destiny if he dies before this sword here means that his pack's not done and he's got to finish his pact we got to and i look at bornell and omarun being people who have connections and i say fine you guys know you got my accent has changed i'm so panicked uh i say you guys uh you guys know you guys know somebody uh you got you've got to there's i know i know there's spells or magic or faith or something they can bring him back and we need to find it now. Um, I mean, tell him to meet us and draw him or whatever it takes. As <clears throat> Bornell and Lady Omerin's eyes kind of cast downward to Barrick's body. Barrick, you can actually hear the echoes of what Dex is saying very loudly from the cargo hold. Um, really? Through the material to the ethereal plane in Dolor. And the hooded figure kind of looks at the the shadowy form of borrowed time and the cargo hold and you see the shoulders indicate kind of a slight chuckle as hands reach up and pull the hood back and you see uh the face of the raven although she is much larger in stature than the last time you were here he's right you know you can't go on yeah we had the talk last time what what happened we were attacked we were attacked i was thrown off a ship i can't fly I fell a long way and I hit the ground. Well, I hit the water and here I am. I felt that I indicated to you last time you were here how important you were, how needed you were by your ancestors, by me, by your mother. And you see the friendly nature of the raven begin to melt away into frustration. You did indicate so. I'm not here by my choice. Beric, I, as I said before, you are necessary to save all of us and finish the pact. So your inclination may be that, like last time, I need you so much that I will hand wave this and send you back. Let you continue on your journey because you can't join with the flame. But I'm afraid this time it won't be that simple. Cut to Booyah. Okay, Booyah, you've been conscious now for probably about half an hour. Okay. Um, realizing that Barrick is gone, obviously not believing it by going and trying to cure wounds, even after it had already been, late hands had already taken place, um, Booyah would have went to check on Gerald. Okay. 
and inform Gerald that that uh, Barrick has passed. Booyah, Gerald. Okay, booyah. I have bad news. Barrick, he he died. Barrick gone. You see Gerald's head hang, and for a moment, the uh, the elemental ring around the ship falters for a second as Gerald's focus shifts away from controlling the elemental and the ship kind of rocks with the speed change. Is there anything we can do? We already try. Booyah, try. You know, come back. And then Booyah, like, slams the railing. But he he come back. He been back before. He come back again. Got to be way. I mean, you told me that you all went to Giant Dragon Shard. I don't have one of those here. Dex, it's been about a half hour since you woke up. <clears throat> um, I think Dex spoke his piece get it done to the people he needed to and um wasn't gonna stare at a body right now had to get out of the room more or less uh i think dex is gonna go looking for that hole in the boat okay it doesn't take you long to realize that it was uh barracks chambers okay the door is shut though to the hallway but you using spatial awareness know that if you open this door (laughs) i can hear some wind whistling perhaps okay uh so i so I'm going to just open the door and I guess is the murder wall ripped off? Uh, yeah, some of the papers have been ripped off the murder wall as wind is just rushing by this huge gap in the hole as Gerald has taken you all on the path to Gray Wall again. Okay, uh, I want to do, I want to see if I can figure out what's missing and I also want to see if I can find his journal so that I can save it from flying out of that hole because when he comes back in Dex's mind, he's going to want that. Okay, uh, give me a perception check to try and move about the wreckage uh it's a 24 24 um you you are able to relatively quickly find barracks diary um it was just in one of the drawers on the desk it seems undisturbed um you however looking around at what you know of barracks possessions sure you you can't find the black book all right i mean that's disconcerting but can't do anything about it uh i think i would like to take some time then see if there's some extra canvas for the sales and patch the whole the old, the old duct tape on the window yeah 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 duct tape trash bag on the on the wind on the window um just so nothing else flies out of the room okay. um, and then when that is done for the remainder of this trip i'm in the cargo hold or wherever wherever barrack is laying in state i assume we moved him from the cargo hold or maybe even brought it back up to the room after i fixed it yeah um okay back in dolor barrack the raven kind of regards you and asks you to begin walking with her on this ice path back towards the shore. I oblige having nothing else to do at the moment. <laughs> Erebus is floating one one pace behind you. Um, so, Beric, what would you do with another chance? Will I find you back here in a month's time? Listen, I don't, <clears throat> I don't think one can say that I've lived a particularly safe life. I don't think it's all. I also don't think it's fair to suggest that my being here is a result of excessive recklessness. We were attacked on an airship over an ocean, and I was thrown off of it. You know, unless uh, unless you're going to give me the powers of flight at this point, I, I don't really see much I could have done about that. Was it a a random attack, Beric? Was it just pirates that spotted your ship and came for you? Uh, well, it was House Lirandar. Uh, attacking us for the second time. They attacked us once before, and we defeated them. They're attacking us again. And why did they attack you this time? Well, I assume that they're operating outside the law, just like they were the first time they attacked us. But particular reason is that last time, when after defeating them, we made use of this, made use of the ship. But either way, we already had a stolen Lyrander vessel in the first place, so not much to be done about that. They don't like our pilot, essentially, or they want him back, or something. That's house politics. 
Fair. Seems that you choose trepidatious friends and powerful enemies. Well, I didn't really choose the enemies. Well, in any case, to your question, listen, I don't know. I, mean, I know who's on that ship and I know enough about magic to say that none of them have the capacity to send me back. So if you're offering to send me back and asking what I do with it, I'll do what I've been doing. I'm doing my best to figure out what the pact is so that it can be fulfilled. I think I'm a good deal closer to understand, but to be quite honest, I'm not anywhere near closer to, to achieve I. I have an idea of what the pact was meant to do, but I haven't the slightest idea of how to accomplish it. But in any case, as I understand, the only way I got back last time was Father's ritual, and I don't see that happening. Well, Beric, last time I required assistance from the material plane to get you back, but... Funny thing, when you took Selvarin's pact, your pact grew in power, but because our pacts are linked, so did I. <clears throat> I I need you to continue down the path you're on because the more powerful you be, the more capable you are of fulfilling the pact and fighting back our enemies. And the more powerful you become. That's right. To fight back our enemies. And when the time comes, ensure the ushering of those lost souls to their final resting place. My power grows more powerful here than I thought imaginable. So, I have an offer. I will use my power. It is not... I'm not so powerful that I can just snap my fingers and you return to your body. It will take a great deal of effort for me to do this. But I will do it if you complete the packs. Bring them all together. Take them however you must. You will join these packs. And as you grow more powerful, so will I. And once you've done this, I believe... I will be powerful enough to take your ancestors' souls, your mother's soul, and join them with the flame. Even if you don't complete the pact, I can rip their soul from their bindings. Because having been stuck here as long as I have, the idea of a soul being stuck in limbo or used for things it was not intended for is rather sickening. I will also be able to usher your soul to the flame when I'm ready to. Once you've joined all the packs, I will need... Somebody in Eberron to ensure that those that would use souls for perverse purposes are brought to justice. So you, Beric Rowan, will be my champion. And once you have repaid your debt, you will join with the flame. That is my offer. Not a lot of options. could go back into the ocean. If that's what it takes. That is what it takes. And to prevent what happened last time you brought back from happening again, I will also gift you with a new sense of purpose. And in a flash, she reaches out and grasps... Erebus, but as she pulls him back, you see him form back into the sword form, and she plunges Erebus into your chest, and it feels different than the last time. You feel Erebus flow through you as if the blade melts as it enters your chest and spreads out through your lungs, and you can feel it down into your arms as you gasp for air, and your eyes, you blink in dolor, and when your eyes open again, you're facing the ceiling of the cargo hold in borrowed time. And Dex, you hear Beric with a quick intake of breath. So what Dex yeah. happening is essentially the blade, as Eric very eloquently put it, seems to sort of melt and flow up Beric's arm, not how it forms, just sort of called out of nothing when Beric forms it. Flows up Beric's arm and then seems to just sort of sink in. And then Beric gasps and clutches at his chest and sits up, turns and looks at you with just black in black eye. End of episode. Okay. Um. You guys really can't imagine how long it took to record this episode in reality. <laughs> after Eric's editing wizardry. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We hope that you're still enjoying this experience. Um, and I'm also speaking to the three gentlemen sitting around <laughs> the table. Um but if you want to be a part of the conversation and let us know what you think, 
head on over to the Facebook group, um, the Geek Pantheon. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at the Geek Pantheon. We have a Patreon. If you like what we do and would love to support us, we would love for you to do that as well. Uh, it is patreon.com slash the Geek Pantheon. Big thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of all of his music. You can find it over at incompetech.com. And yeah, that's it for this episode. So thank you all so much for listening. Once again, I am your dungeon master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. We will hopefully see you next time. Bye.